Hello and welcome to the Papa Bakes podcast. I am Papa Bakes and I will need some assistance to do this thing. It's me, Sun One, co-host of the podcast radio. Last we no longer broadcast rapid fast with the Papa Big Show. We're a blast. The number of fans we've amassed is quite vast. I talk with my dad about film and TV. You can listen to the show for free. Can't you see that me? My bars are as sweet as a peach tree. I talk about comics for an hour or three. All right, stop me if you've heard this one. I'm someone's son, son, and I live in the sun. Nailed to the cross like a hot cross bun. I'm the fun one, son, that can't be outdone. Because my name is Sun One. Hello, it's me, Sun right? One. Yeah, I'm tip top. Tip top. We've had a hiatus, haven't we? We have. We've been on holiday. We've missed a, a, a week, haven't we? We have. And we um, uh, we went to the seaside. We did. We had a great time, though. We did, indeed. But we've also watched films and read books and things. And we've watched trailers, five and to be we've specific. we've got some film news as well. Yeah, so, so this we've is got lots and lots to talk about. Action-packed show mm-hmm. to make up for last week's absence. Yes. So what do we want to start with? What about a little bit of getting in contact with us because we like to hear from yeah. you <laughs> there's not i just saw it come up at the time or anything yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah okay yeah. yeah so if you want yeah. to know how to do that then just listen to sun one please if you want to give your opinion on anything we talked about on the show or to tell us your trailer of the week or maybe what you've been watching and reading you can tweet us at Big papa or write a comment in our facebook group the papa big show if you like the sound of any of the trailers we talked about, they're compiled into a playlist in our YouTube channel, The Papa Big Show. We're also The Papa Big Show on Pinterest and The Papa Big Show on SoundCloud. Trailers. 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 Yes, of course. It's trailers where we look at five trailers that have come out in the past week. And tell you whether we think they're good, whether they're bad, or whether we think they're somewhere in the middle. Okay, so the first trailer we have for your delectation this week is the Little Women trailer. Mm, yeah, Little Women being the very popular uh, novel. That's right. Yes, it's, that's, it's based on a book. That's right. There have been many adaptations of this book. There have been many, many, many little film women. adaptations. Yes. I think the most recent was uh, We Know the Rider one. I think uh, I remember that. Anyway, this one stars whom? Well, uh, it does not star Winona Ryder. No. It stars um, uh, Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pugh, Emily Watson, Meryl Streep. Emily Watson? Not Emma Watson. Emma Watson. You said Emily Watson. Emily Watson's a no, different person. Yes, she did. No, you can listen back and you can say that. Timothy and Meryl Streep and Laura Dern as James well. James Norton, Bob Odenkirk. Is it not Chalamet? That's what I said. Did you? You did say Chalamet. I'll give you that. Okay, so Why do quite... you keep thinking I'm saying things wrong? Because yeah, you do. This has quite a cast. Who has directed it? Tell me, tell me, Greta tell Gerwig. me. Greta Gerwig. Greta Gerwig, yes. Yes. So reuniting her with Swazi Reezy Rodan. Saoirse Ronan. Saoirse Ronan. A good reference to another episode of the show. Thank you very much. Lady Bird, they did, which was a huge success, critically and financially and i'm sure this will do the same it looks very well written and very well acted mm-hmm. but with a cast like that you can't go wrong really you've got oscar winners and award winners galore here yeah. 
So uh, yeah, it looks like it, it, it stays fairly true to the original book, story-wise and character-wise, and, and the arc, obviously, about... Of it. Uh, do you know about the women? It's, it, it's obviously... Something-something feminism. Something-something feminism. Yeah. Okay. So yes, it is about the restrictions of women in society of that time. How do we just seen as wallflowers to be just married off? And if you mm -hmm. weren't married off to a man, then you weren't good for anything. I've read Pride and Prejudice. Okay. Same thing. Same thing, right? You're sounding like a bloke here. Sort of yeah, stuff I here. am sounding very bloke. Okay. Anyway, yeah, uh, beautifully shot as well. Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's not doing anything hugely different, but it's doing it extremely well. Obviously not aimed at me and you, especially not me, but hopefully it will reach a whole new generation of young ladies who will be inspired by its incredible writing and performances. There you go, little wound trailer. Yeah. What are you doing with your thumb, son one? I'm going to give it a little thumb up. I'm going to give it a thumb up as well. Oh, very, very yeah, it positive. Looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, well, yeah. trailer number two then, please. Sun one. Trailer number two is for the Adams family. Oh, good. Yeah. Now, and it's By not good, the... I mean... I'm not really good. Not good, no. <laughs> yes, not good at so at this all. is not live action. No. This is animated mm -hmm. with a strange art style. I think it's based on the original designs for the characters or something like that. Really? Something like that, yeah. Were they originally like a comic strip or something? Not that I know of. I think it was just a TV series and that was it. Well, and then they had spin-offs from there on. But they all look very... Each character has their own distinct art style. Mm. You've got the, the kid, I've forgotten his name. Uh, he's very fat and round. Well, you've got... Wednesday's a bit Wednesday, of a stick. the girl, yes. Gomez. Gomez, the daddy. When we did the teaser trailer, you spent most of the talk... Complaining that Gomez was fat. Yeah, because he isn't. Does it matter? Yeah. And then you've got um, the mum. Who is called I've Morticia. Forgotten. Morticia. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's probably the most normal character design. Yeah, she's she looks very much like the originals. Yeah. It's... For some reason, there's a lion. Yeah. Why is there a lion? Mm. It's Pugsley as well, by the way. You forgot to mention the boy, didn't we? Oh, I said the kid. I yeah. forgot his name. Yeah, I forgot, I forgot to fill you in on that yeah. one. And of course, yes. the butler... Who is Lurch, Lurch okay. and Uncle Fester. Uncle Buck. And yes, so this is about them interacting with the real world, with normal right. people they in go a normal to New town. New Jersey. Yeah. And the, the background music for this trailer is rap group Migos, which just shows you um, how cool and hip this version is. Yeah, you also say that somebody says the word lit. Yeah, someone sets trailer. on fire and Gomez says... Damn, bro, that's lit, or something yeah. along those lines. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm sure somebody will floss or it's, something yeah. in it as well. It's very bottle of bottom of the barrel. Um, minions humor, yeah, minions it's, level humor. Yeah, mm. um, it's clearly not aimed at us. It's clearly aimed at a yeah. very young market, and mm -hmm. they will probably get something out of it. Although, why not just invent some new characters? Turn your and, phone. My phone, was that my phone pinging? Your phone pinging. Oh, it better be important because well, we're recording. It is highly important. Who is it? It's about uh, who's playing football on Monday. Oh, can you put it on silent now so it doesn't happen again? Okay, I'll do that for you. Thank you. Thank you very much. There you go, it's done. So to just to show how extra cool this film is, it ends with a Snoop Dogg 
with a cool guy. He's got like his gangster cane. That's the thing. It's the hair guy, yeah. Thing. And he's played by Snoop Dogg. He is actually played by Snoop really? Dogg. Really? Yeah. But all he does is he goes, me, 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 me. And that's Snoop Dogg doing that, is it? Mm-hmm. Or has he just lent his name? Or is it like a, a Groot sort of thing, Vin Diesel? Well, we should probably say he's in this because it's quite a big cast. Snoop Dogg is it? Oscar Isaac, I presume he's Gomez. Yeah. Charlie Theron. Chloe Grace Moretz. Wow. Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard. Nick Kroll, don't know him. I, rec- I have recognised the name. Midler and Alison Janney. Wow. Wow. That is an incredible cast. Wasted on this piece of poo. <laughs> Okay. That's one way of putting it. Okay, so clearly my thumb is down. Yeah, me too. I'm going to give it a, a horrific thumb down. Right Nothing down. wrong with a children's animation, but this is a wrong children's In fact, animation. there is something wrong with the children's animation, I'd say. Yeah, I'd is. say that children's animation that is designed strictly for children and adults cannot enjoy is a problem. And it makes people think that animation is just a kid's thing. So if I were to watch, I don't know, an 18-rated animation, yeah. people would be like... What a child. Yeah, what a child. Yeah, what a child. What a little baby boy watching Felix the Cat. Okay, Fritz the Cat, I got that wrong. Felix the Cat Felix is kiddie, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Doesn't get more kiddie than that. Or it's the um, the, the pet food brand, isn't That's it? That's pet food, yeah. yeah. Never mind. <laughs> uh, so two thumbs down. Let's move on to trailer number three then, please. Trailer number three is not for a film, but for rather a television show. Ah. Uh, probably coming to Netflix here in the UK, because mm-hmm. it's on that failing DC Universe platform. It's only available in the US. It's, it is de- very failing. All right, oh dear. Yes, so, so Netflix Titans. over here, yeah, because they do pick up the DC stuff, don't they? Titans. So this is the second series mm-hmm. of Titans. Now, did you watch the first one? It was a s- secret success, I'd right. say, because right. we'd looked at the trailers for it, and it looked horrible. Mm. But I ended up really enjoying it. It was because it exceeded my expectations so much. Well, when you start right at the bottom, the only way's up, really, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I, I did enjoy it. It was. So remind us Great. of who the characters are in the Titans, then, please. Well, who this we is got? A sig- anyone I recognise is Robin. a significantly Robin. bigger cast than season one. Martian Manhunter, I recognise him. Well, he's not in it, so you. Uh, surely that was that vision-like guy was Martian Manhunter. Where walking along the street, there, there. The guy in the white. No, the one with the cape and the red face. Is that not Martian Manhunter? It's Hawk. Really? Yeah. Why doesn't he look like Hawk then? What do you mean? That's what Hawk looks like. No. Are you thinking of Hawk Man? Yeah, I'm thinking of Hawk Because Man. there's Hawk Man, there's Hawk Girl, and there's Hawk. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, um, season one you had Robin. Yeah. Beast Boy, who's the guy with the green hair. Okay. He can turn into animals. Oh, right, okay. Um, oh, yeah. Raven, mm-hmm. who's Demon Girl. Mm-hmm. Starfire, who's the, the woman with the purple hair and the fire powers. Okay. It was mostly just those four, with Hawk and Dove appearing intermittently. Dove? Yeah. What's her power? She brings peace. They're, they're not powered, Hawk and Dove. They're just strong. Okay, they just fly. They can't even fly. They just fight people in the streets. But Rubbish. if you think about it, Nightwing doesn't have powers. No. Or Robin doesn't have powers. No. He's just An trained by Batman. Yeah. But in this one, you've got the other Robin, who's he's purposely annoying, because he's annoying in this, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, he's the one who dies, Robin too. All right. He's basically the Robin who dies, and that's 
old that's why he's there. Yeah, you've, I think that's Donna Troy, who's, who's he? Wonder Girl. I don't know. Okay. He looks like the Flash a little bit. Maybe yeah. he's Child he's Flash. Is that Superman? Superboy. Okay. Crypto the Superdog oh, shows yeah, I noticed up, that which is one. wild. I noticed that one. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. it was kind of down to earth season one, but it looks like this one is going full crazy comic book action, and I'm all there for it, honestly. Okay. All right. So when's this out? Who's in it? And what else can you tell me about it? Give me some info. Well, it hits DC Universe on September the 6th. Okay. So that's a couple of weeks away. But uh, Netflix over here in the UK, maybe... A couple of weeks after. Christmas time? No. Yeah, okay. Early January? All right. Um, so it stars Tegan Croft, Brendan Thwaites, Anna Diop and Ryan Potter. Okay. Yeah. I've heard of any of them. Okay. All right, fair enough. So, what do you? Uh, so, you'd like the first series? Uh, yeah. Are you liking this trailer for the second series? It has me excited. It's not the best edited trailer. Mm, no. DC are probably the worst company at advertising their um, TV and film properties. I ju every time, I always just think of that five-minute Aquaman trailer, the Batman versus Superman trailer that gave away everything, the horrible Titan season one advertising. It's all just poo. Not great. But I, I'm still hopeful that this is going to be as enjoyable to me as season one was. So, nevertheless, I'm going to give it a thumb up. Okay, I have no interest whatsoever. Thumb down. Boo, boo. Okay, give me trailer number four then, please. Sub two. You, every week. What? You, you don't, you don't even realise you've done it. All right, yeah. It's, you know why? I think it's because I'm, I'm doing the numbers of the trailers. I get confused. Maths isn't my thing. No, even though... <laughs> You have Someone. two children. Someone. You have two children. Someone. Right. Someone. Yeah. Tell me what their next trailer is, please. Trailer number four. Yes. Which has no relation to two whatsoever. No, no, there are multiple. No, there are division. I'll just do it. <laughs> um, Dolomite is my name. Dolomite is my name. Yes, this is a big, big cast as well. I'm noticing a theme. A huge here. return mm. from Mr. No Relation, Eddie Murphy. Yeah. You've also got Key from Key and Peele. All right. You've got Mike Epps. You've got Craig Robinson. Oh, yeah. Uh, Titus Burgess. Divine Joy Randolph. And, and Wesley, Wesley Snipes. Snipes yeah. as well. So this is based Film on... about films. Yeah. It's based on a uh, black exploitation film made in the 70s, which was mm -hmm. done on a shoestring by a uh, chancer. And it's the story of that. It's the story of the, mm -hmm. the, that guy... Um, whose character's name eludes me for the moment, if you just find that out for me while I fumble away. His name is Rudy Ray Moore. That's right. Okay, so whether that's the original name, I'm not quite sure, to, to be honest. It probably is. Uh, and, um, yeah, and it's the story behind the making of that black exploitation film, which, of course, was uh, it, it, it definitely plays it for laughs. It definitely cranks up the 1970s vibe. And Eddie Murphy looks in tip-top form. Mm -hmm. If you ask me, I laughed at least three times in this trailer. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, I recently saw him in um, Cars, get, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with, um, what's his face? A uh, B-movie guy. The B-movie Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld. He will be pleased that that's what you remember him for. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, and he, he was really humble and really lovely, and uh, but still very funny. And he looks, it looks good. I like the look of this. How it's old is adult Eddie Murphy humor. Now? He must, he's older than me. 
Mm. He he must be in his late fifties, uh, so he's looking down good. Mm. So um, yeah, it looks it looks funny. And was his snipes was good too? He looks like he's uh, playing it up himself as well. Yeah, very silly. It is, it's quite funny. But it's obviously there's a message in there as well, which is nice because um, like like they say in the nineteen seventies, it also uh, reminds me of. Um, Another film which deals with that issue of uh, black people being uh, stereotyped on the screen. Misrepresented. Misrepresented, yes. Uh, which is um, Hollywood Shuffle. So it also reminds me of that because that like deals with the... Like, they only got to play pimps or um, killers or butlers. And that was about it. So mm-hmm. it really really plays up on that so it's 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 got good social history it's got brilliant comedy it looks mm. like it's funky as well and some good performances i am all for dolomite is my name when is it out please it's on netflix very surprisingly yeah on netflix mm. uh snoop dogs in it as well oh yeah double snoop okay. dog and there's a great scene where eddie murphy rips out <laughs> his intestines <laughs> yeah 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 I, I like the look of this as well um, and it comes out sometime this year. We don't have a release date yet. Uh, judging from the sexual references, the language and the uh, comedy violence, I think it may well be an 18 mm. young man. So you might, yes, restrict it, I do believe, is a uh, 17 rating. That's so like... it would probably be an 18, possibly a 15 if you're lucky. And then you'll be able to watch it. But if it's an 18, I'm sorry, you won't be able to watch it. When this comes out, I'll be six months away from being 17. Ah, well, that's not quite right, is it? 17 in the States, probably 18 in the UK. Looking forward to that. My thumb is up. Uh, Yeah, go ahead. Me too. Okay, then. Give me a last trailer on the Papa Big Show, please, for this week. So uh, this is an indie film. It's a bit of an oddity. It's foreign language. It's from uh, China, I do believe. Am okay. I correct? Um, I hope, hope so. Maybe Korea? It is Korean. Yeah? Yeah. And it's directed by uh, Bong Joon-ho. He was Korean. He's done... Um, go on. Train on. There you go. Okja. Yes. And um, I saw this trailer because I picked it for this because I've seen lots of hype for it on Letterboxd, which is that... Um, film social media mm. he's a stunningly visual director mm-hmm. but he also doesn't play by the rules so this is about um some um it's like a, a political like class commentary yes yeah, so it's an allegory there but a... it's, it also starts off quite um humorous as well but then it obviously there's a massive shift in tone quite similar yeah. to get out i i would suggest yeah. just from the trailer where you've got the nice comedy start and set up and then it takes quite sinister. So you've got a uh, like a poorer family, and um, this guy is offered like a job, like to, like his friend's job, which is to tutor. An English tutor, yeah. Yeah, but a from, for a very rich woman, and um, so he forges some documents to pretend that he has the qualifications, so he can get a bit of money, and he also gets his friend in there. That's to right. be an art tutor for this woman's son. That's right. Mm-hmm. So it looks surreal. Uh, well, not overly, but yes, it, mm-hmm. it, 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 it's definitely uh, cranking up the strangeness and the surrealism a yeah. little bit. I mean, it's beautifully shot and lit. Yeah. Absolutely stunning. It's amazing shots in there. Um, 
and colours as well. Great use of colour. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it looks. I like the trailer because it gives away the big setup and then doesn't let you know which direction it's going to go in. It, it kind of leaves you like thinking, what on earth's going to happen here? Because you just don't know. And it even says that in text. You expect one thing and it's going to mutate into something else. Yeah. So it even lets you know what to expect or to expect the unexpected, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything else you'd like to say about Parasite? Uh, I, I, I just like look at the trailer, I suppose. Do you know what? I don't think we said we said the title. I heard the first time we said the title. Parasite. Parasite. It's called Parasite, Parasite yes. which kind of gives you a, a possible inclination of what it might be. If you know what a parasite is. Yeah, cause it starts mm. off with a, a fumigation. It does, it? doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and you've got some, um, what's the word? The, gl- the gloves that you put on mm. to protect your hands. Yeah. And there's some blood. And a, and a parasite, what's of course, on? feeds off a uh, more healthier yeah. host. And it's mm. a very good trailer. Yeah, very good trailer. Doesn't reveal too much like, at all. Like Mucho, I'm yeah. giving it a thumb up. What about you? I'm going to give it a big infected thumb up. Okay, so that only leaves us with our trailer of the week. So So just to recap. Little Women, which was two little thumbs up. Adam's Family, which was two horrific thumbs down. Titans, which was a super thumb up from me and a not so super thumb down from you. Dolomite is my name, which was two... Black yeah. thumbs up. Okay, I'm not um, sure that's political yet, but go on. And parasites, which was two parasitic thumbs up. Right, I am torn. I uh, like all three. I like three of these films. The ones I gave the thumbs up to: Little Women, Dolomite is My Name, and Parasite. I am torn. You make your decision, and I'm going to then tell you mine because I'm not quite sure. I'm it's between th- the last two, and I'm I not quite sure. I was about to say that. It's between not the last quite two. Sure. I'm going to give it to Parasite. Okay, well, I'm going to go for Dolomite then. Okay. All right then. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean, all right then? I don't know. Okay then. Well, I'm, I'm, we're pleased with that. I only did that because I, I probably would have picked Parasite myself, but I do like You need Dolomite. to evenly spread that yeah, happiness. Yeah, juice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So that was trailers. I think we should now move on to a little bit of. Film news. Film news. Film news. Film news. Yeah, yeah, Marvel, DC, and Star Wars, Blade Runner, E.T. and Jaws, Jurassic Park with dinosaurs. My faith film is Chef, what's yours? Star Trek, Gremlins, Avatar, Pixar films, including cars, indie films from Cote d'Ivoire. Now it's time for film news to start. It's film news where we look at some pieces of film news from the last week or so. And we just explain them and say yeah, whether... Yeah, we, 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 we report talk, on yeah. them. That's what you do with news, isn't it? Yeah, you report the news. We talk news and we report news. Okay, but it's just film news. So you're and into TV. film. And TV. Oh, moving image news. Maybe yeah. you need to change we the We occasionally uh, get comic book news as well. Okay. So media news. Media news. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's that not is got the same news. ring to it. No. All right, the first bit of news we have for you is about... Uh, all that new Disney Channel that we're very much looking forward to here on the big show. Disney Plus. It's not a channel. It's a streaming service. Just, uh, just uh, to let you know. All right, pedant. Yeah. All right. Disney Channel makes it sound like it's the one with all the kids shows on it. Oh, okay. With all the right. dancing kids yeah, and it's all right, musicals. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. And it's all done on a sound stage, and you can tell, and it looks horrible. Okay. 
not that one then Disney Plus the streaming service yes. now after many years when they were going to do the one-off films the standalone Star Wars films Star and they Wars only did stories. and they only did one oh no they did two didn't they Rogue yeah. One and Solo which one did you forget Solo lots of people forget about Solo okay and then and then it, uh, there was a Boba Fett one and there was also an Obi-Wan Kenobi one now we already know that they're going to be doing a Mandalorian which kind of sort of says you know that was kind of going to be the Boba Fett thing kind of not quite but nearly along the same lines but the news this week you know there's only a rumor so far but it's a very strong rumor because it's been seen in all kinds of places Empire and even the regular mainstream news is that they are going to do an Obi-Wan Kenobi. Reportedly. Allegedly. But it's going to be a series. Rumorless. Rumorless. And, most excitingly, Ewan McGregor mm. is going to be back as Obi-Wan. Now, it, it, it just ties in rather nicely, doesn't it? Because he's, he's probably just about the right age. He probably is late 50s. It's perfect for him to play uh, just before the original trilogy. That's right. So if, they, if they've got any sense, they'll do like a... Uh, they're doing these short series, aren't they? These uh, limited series. Mm -hmm. like, so they did six episodes and it built up just to before he meets Luke. That'd be good, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like six, like an anthology of yeah. different... Like six to eight different adventures that he gets up to. And you can have Luke as a child in it. Yeah. Because... He's there to protect Luke, isn't he? Yeah, that's Look what he's So he should meet him at some point. He's mm. going to keep his eye on him, isn't he? Because he knows about old Ben Kenobi. That's right. And there's, lo there's, there's lots of... Uh, there was a comic series. That's not just some about, strange um, old hermit. Yeah. There's a comic series about like this period in between the old trilogy and the new trilogy of Obi-Wan on Tatooine. So maybe it'll pull some of the... Um, Pull some cues from that. Oh, yeah, might well do. Mm -hmm. So let's keep our fingers crossed and hope that also happens. Yeah. Yeah. So give me some more. Give me another one. Related another, to this. Another Disney Plus news. There's lots of Disney Plus news. That's right. Go on it's then. all anyone cares about at the moment. Well, it's all you care about. It's Go all on. we're reporting on at the moment. Well, it's all you're reporting on. Go on. This is also just a rumour. We report rumours. We're not the most reliable news source. No, but we like rumours. We we'll don't. We them. do love a good rumour. We'll we spread them. Yes, we are spreading that there is apparently, reportedly, maybe a Ms. Marvel TV series in development. All right. When I told you this, you this in I, the car. I said, I said Ooh. that is brilliant news because now you won't have to plead with Mom Biggs to say, can we please have Disney Plus? Can we please have Disney Plus? Because now there's a Miss Marvel series. And you actually, <laughs> I actually I genuinely said, thought yeah. you said Miss Marple. That Disney Plus were doing a Miss Marple series. I thought, yes, that's Mom with on board. He loves a bit of Agatha Christie. They don't no. own the rights to Agatha, no, Agatha no, Christie. No, you, you meant Miss Marple. Actually, they do. They probably do. Because it's 20th they're... Century Fox. Oh, there you go. Hey, hey. There you go. So, will Brie Larson be reliving her role? I don't know, that's not the right word. No. No. Will she, she be, be reprising her role? Different character. Is it? Oh, Miss yeah. Marvel is not Captain Marvel. Well, kind of, but no. Captain Miss Marvel is Kamala Khan, who is ah the daughter. No, no. Stop randomly guessing things, Dad. Just let me explain it. Okay, go on. Go on, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Kamala Khan is is an inhuman who she's got stretchy powers. Stretchy pants. Powers. Okay. Primark gift cards. This 
What is, is that this? Her, is that her power? This website that we're getting this information from <laughs> is absolutely littered in ads. Maybe this isn't true. Maybe this is just clickbait because every single thing here is just ads galore. Where's the information? Okay, so he says, introducing Miss Marvel. Uh, we're bringing Kamala Khan into the MCU, especially with Mindy Kaling involved. Given her extensive background in creating, writing, directing, producing television shows, a six or eight episode run would allow plenty of time to create a fully formed character and would lead into Captain Marvel's sequel. Mm. I like I like Miss Marvel. She's uh, an interesting character. Yeah, very um, interesting because obviously uh, having a, a young female Muslim superhero is quite a departure, which is lovely to see. Mm -hmm. And... Um, I've read the first volume of the comics, mm -hmm. and um, it's very interesting because um, it's a Muslim writer as well, so it's all um, factually accurate and all stuff. Right. You assume. Well, why wouldn't it be? If it's I a don't Muslim know, but writer? how would you know? How would I know? Yeah. Guesswork. Okay, that's what I'm saying. You assume. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. assume, but um, she's a. Her whole shtick is that she's she's a superhero. Fan. Oh, she's got one big fat hand. She's yeah. like Hellboy. Stretchy. Aha. Stretchy powers. So, so she's, she's like, she's like um, Mr. Elastic. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, that's him. And Plastic Man. Plastic Man. I got him confused. Got the truncated. Mr. Them. Plantastic. Mr. Plantastic. He really likes plants. Yeah. So she's a big fan of superheroes. And her whole thing is she's like, she'd be a good entryway into the cinematic universe is like a focal character because she is basically a fan of superheroes okay. who would freak out all right like There's... for example if iron man was real we'd and i would just walk in here right now okay. we'd be like oh my god it's iron man yeah we probably would so it's relatable because he's a fictional character we'd be I, surprised go, oh my goodness it's robert Downey jr or if it was just iron man it's tony stark yeah okay what are we talking about no idea miss so marvel, marvel could be possible maybe new TV series on Disney Plus. Any other film news for me there, Cocker? Yeah, yeah. Also Disney Plus. Oh, go on then. Sorry. Good lord. Uh, Home Are we Alone. Sponsored by them. Night in the Museum. Home Alone and Night in the Museum. Cheaper by the dozen. Don't know what that is. Oh, it's terrible. Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Cheaper by the dozen was a uh, a remake of a 1950s film, which was basically a huge family. A comedy film based around having tons of kids, and it was remade in the eighties with Steve Martin. Mm. So these are, they were previously twentieth century Fox properties, but now that that company's been absorbed into the vast growing mm. corporate behemoth that Disney is, no, or cancer, one might say, yeah, or a parasite. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. yes. So um, depending on your point of view, Macaulay Culkin has expressed interest in this. In the Home Alone one, he wants to be in it. He's a bit of a legend now, isn't he? Yeah, he's a meme. Yeah, he's a bit of yeah. He has he owns his own company, which is like the Onion, but on drugs. All right. I forgot what it's called, but the there's it, some funny articles in there. Okay. Um, he's a bit of a meme, yeah. So I'd like to see um him maybe cameo in this. Maybe maybe he's the main character. What could you possibly do with that? I mean, it, would it just be just like slapstick sort of humor about? People trying to burgle people's homes. I mean, what what could you possibly do with that? That's maybe not already been done. Maybe he is the burglar. Ah, it comes back to maybe it is a whole, mm. yeah, psychological thing of how when he grew up, he got turned into like yeah, it really yeah. deeply affected him being kidnapped and 
bullied by these two burglars. Yeah, really. Maybe it's like... Morph. Morph and... <laughs> <laughs> Just, that's what some two called him. Yeah, he called him Morph. <laughs> Morph and Chaz. Mm. So, uh, um, so what about the Nantic Museum? I could see where you could do something with that, because there's, yeah. there's plenty of scope with that. Yeah. I mean, they've already done three films? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah, seen yeah. number three. Uh, uh, is uh, Mr. Stiller going to be in it? I don't know. And what about Owen Wilson? I don't know. What about Steve Coogan? I don't know. I don't know much, Steve. I'm just reporting the news. I don't okay. know. And Dover Wimpy Kids. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Mm. I'm a big wimp head, as we call ourselves. Well, I suppose there's plenty of... Scott. How many films have they made already? Because there's about ten books, is there? And then, how many films? Have they done four? They did three with the original cast. Oh, and yeah, then they and they did a reboot, didn't they? Good which, God. And the reboot got a lot of flack. Yeah. Because they changed Roderick. And you can't you can't mess with Roderick. No. Yeah. Roderick rules. Yeah. There you go. I'm, 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 You're I'm cool. down with it. Yeah. Speaking of cool, the epitome of cool, G.I. Joe. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, they're doing another film. Another film? Yeah. Okay, so they're rebooting this. Yeah. So this was done in the 90s, wasn't it, with yeah. uh, various bald people? Yeah. Yeah, Bruce Willis. And Recently as well, wasn't there? Yeah. Like 10, 10 or so years ago. I think there's been a few of them, hasn't there? Yeah. I, I, I haven't seen any. Neither have I. I haven't seen any. Yeah, partly because I refuse to acknowledge the name G.I. Joe. Action Man. You're about it's Action Man, man. Aren't you? It's Action Man. That's what he's called yeah. in this country. Okay. So, so yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, well. Well, no this, interest whatsoever. This is coming but from Paramount, who love to profit on weird toys. 80s and 90s toys and TV shows like Transformers mm. Ninja Turtles I think it's mm. the same producers or writers as Ninja Turtles as well oh right yeah. Josh Applebaum and Andre Nemak to be precise yeah. okay alright well kind of fair enough it's cynical and awful but I'm sure if it's done right it will have an audience maybe no interest be, in that maybe really, they'll. they'll become the robbers maybe yeah maybe maybe they'll do a mishmash GI home and loan at the museum <laughs> Homer Joe yeah yeah well done okay any more news for me yeah go on then uh, people are boycotting Mulan because the person who plays Mulan has supported um, <sighs> the Hong Kong yeah. police yeah oh dear yeah oh dear 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 dear, dear. give me some more information about that uh, she tweeted something out using some sort of hashtag or maybe on Facebook she said, I also support the Hong Kong police. You can beat me up now. What a shame for Hong Kong. What does that mean? I don't know. But it's clear that she... Um, by the fact that she says, I support the Hong Kong police, it probably means that she supports the Hong Kong police. Uh, which, um, but I, I'm going to say, how, usually Disney would be all over that and like, you know... Why are you doing that? And like you, you're not allowed to tweet, and you know they'd have total control over their stars. So one can only imagine, in a rather cynical way, that it is basically organised. Mm -hmm. Because obviously, it, one thing to I don't know, uh, annoy a few Western countries that may affect it, but when you've got a couple of billion. Chinese people, you go, yay, we like her, let's go and watch her film. But they're just going to make tons more money, aren't they? Mm -hmm. So maybe it is possibly, I don't know, allegedly, I have no proof, a horrible, cynical ploy by Disney to make shed loads of money 
in China. And that's I don't think that's true, but if it is true, then that is that is um really I've cruel. A, I've turned into a conspiracy theorist. What's yeah, happened there? Calm down, Alex Jones, you're about yeah. to get us politically I've tin, assassinated. I got my Tim Flower hat on. Yeah, like um Reese Darby and Hunt for the Wilder People. <laughs> yeah. So bit of bit of bad news there okay yeah. all, right. all right it's interesting interesting I, I wonder if it will affect i doubt it very much i doubt it will affect the Box office. because obviously it's it's still the disney film that's aimed at children and not many children go on twitter and look up political and tweets if your kid wants to go and see mulan you're not going to say to them no you no, cannot go to this that. because she supports the hong kong police and they're going to be like well, and you go okay then and yeah. you can have some popcorn as well. All right, so that's Mulan boycotted. Okay, yeah. possibly. Hashtag cancelled. Possibly Cancel not. Culture. Okay, last bit of film news. Give me one more bit. Final bit. Last bit ever. Final film news. Just, just bit of news. Just for this week. So it's, this was rumoured for a while, but it's finally been confirmed that Andy Serkis, mocap king. King of the mocap. Yeah, he's officially on to direct Venom 2. Okay, the monkey-faced actor. Well, it's not that he looks Andy like a monkey. Circus. It's, it's the monkeys look like him. There's a monkey that looks like him, mm. and people see the monkey first. Okay. So people assume... The Gollum-faced... People face. say that he looks like Caesar, or that he looks like Gollum. No, actually, they look like him. Yeah, I like Andy Serkis. He's yeah. a good lad. He's, of course, the director as well. Of Venom 2. Yeah, and he did Mowgli. He did. Which was okay. It was, yeah, it was alright. But maybe this means that Venom 2 will be better than the original Venom, which isn't very good. It, well, it's very silly, isn't it? Eddie not, not, Brack! Not good silly. <laughs> I am Eddie Brack! So, Tom's, Tom Hardy back, is he? Eddie I assume Brack. so. Hey, I'm Eddie Brack! Hey, Eddie Serkis! You're my monkey! I'm still not hopeful for this, because Sony are very hands-on. They don't give their directors much control, so this doesn't mean anything. Tom Hardy says that all of his favourite scenes, every single one of them, was cut out of the original Venom in favour of stupid stuff that was forced on by Sony themselves. Uh, just uh, after Spider-Man 2, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 came out, there was the Sony email leaks, and there were um, lots of the stuff regarding the Amazing Spider-Man films were leaked, and there was like... I've just heard about this new electronic dance music. Maybe we can have Spidey listen to some in the film, you know, to get him down with the kids. I've noticed a, a recent trend in skateboarding. Maybe we can have Peter Parker be a skateboarder. That's right. Things like that. And it's yeah. sad because... That happens. Yeah, for That's Sony, Hollywood for you. Yeah. All about the money. It's Well, it's, it's filmmaking uh, made by committee. Mm -hmm. It's awful. And they're usually... Big, fat, white, middle-aged men who mm. know absolutely nothing about anything. Avi Arad, we're calling you out. Yeah. He's one of the guys who's in charge of the Spider-Man universe at Sony. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, shut up, Yeah, you, you may have made Spider-Man 1 and 2. You may have been there for Into the Spider-Verse, but Venom... Well, yeah, that's good, doesn't it? What? Into Spider-Verse. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you didn't have anything to do with it. He was in, he, I think he did. Probably thought, oh, it's just a cartoon, I'm not bothered about that. Yeah. I'm not, you, whatever, you do whatever you want, I'm not bothered. And then he claimed all the... Uh, and then he claimed all the... When they politics. won the Oscar. Yeah. 
So uh, Andy Circus tweeted out, it's happening. The, the symbiote has found a host in me and I'm ready for the ride. And he's reading he's reading a Venom comic, so Aww. he's doing his research. Cool. Let's hope it's a good story. Yeah. And let's, let's hope it actually is worth watching. So Venom 2, directed by Andy Circus, mm-hmm. out probably 2021. Yeah. Alrighty then. That was film news here on the Papa Big Show podcast. Time to find out what we've been reading and what we've been watching all this week. What I've been reading. What I've been watching. What I've been watching. What I've been reading. What I've been reading. What I've been watching. What I've been watching. What I've been reading. What I've been watching. There it is again, and, and watching as well. It's yeah, back. yeah, it's hilarious. Go on. It is hilarious. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so what have you been reading this week, someone? Aha, so you may remember last episode, I talked about, I read the first issue of House of X, which is the new X-Men series written by Jonathan Hickman with art by Pepe Larraz and Mate Gracia. Oh, yes, yes, mm-hmm. yes, I do And I said that. it was very interesting. Hmm. It sort of painted the X-Men as villains, as kind of... But the second issue was completely different. Uh, it doesn't feature many of the X-Men at all. And it mostly is about um, Moira McTaggart. Oh, yeah. The um, mutant researcher. And, um, right, spoiler alert. Okay. Go Carry um, on. Then. I'll probably put some timestamps in the description. Okay, so people won't get it. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, spoiler uh, alert. Well. Moira McTaggart's a mutant. Oh, and her mutant power is reincarnation. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> does she reincarnate or does she reincarnate others? She reincarnates herself. As different people? Just as herself again. That doesn't so make any sense. It's that, this is, um, I really enjoyed this. In other words, she's just immortal. She can't die. Well, no. Because her mutant power, um, well, mutant powers are coming at puberty. So if she were to die before she developed her mutant powers, she wouldn't be able to be reincarnated because she wouldn't have her mutant powers. So it's very interesting because um, it shows us her first life. It says she got married and she had three kids and eight grandkids. And then it shows her dying. And we're okay. like, wait, what? Wait, how did she die? There's no X-Men stuff here. She never met Charles Xavier. What? So her mind yeah. transfers how... So she is born again. How? She's just born again. How? After she dies, she's a baby. She like goes back in time. Her mind goes back in time into the body. Uh, she goes back inside her mother, basically. And her mind, it says, how could her parents understand her when her mind is older right. than so, both of their minds? So she actually together. goes back in time and does her life again in a kind of Groundhog Day way. Yeah, it's Groundhog but Day. But she can do it differently each time but each time she knows where she's been so she's she's lived a thousand mm-hmm. lives or whatever well in fact but she's she keeps lived... going but she has to be the same whatever from 1970 mm. to 19 well her f- first life whatever. is a normal life her second life uh she dies in a plane crash just by coincidence her right. third life she meets charles xavier falls in love and they try to do the mutant dream doesn't work so it is Grand fourth life it's yeah Fourth life, she um, investigates by herself, but um, she's approached by Mystique and Destiny, who are Miss Destiny's power is that she can see into the future. So 
she tells Moira that she only has 10 lives. Right. So she's like, well, what do I do with this information? So she realizes she has six lives left to find a way for mutants and humans to live in some way that doesn't involve a giant war. So one of these lives, she teams up with Magneto. One right. of these lives, she assassinates every single one of the Trasks, <laughs> who are the... Um, remember, what's his name's character from yeah. Days of Future Past? Yeah, Peter Dinklage. Yeah, he, uh, she assassinates each member of his family to make sure the Sentinels aren't created. That doesn't work, she dies. One universe, she teams up with Apocalypse. She has no... She, this is one of her final lives, she has run out of options. But then the tenth life is the actual Marvel Universe, the 616, where um, when she first meets Professor X, she gives him all the information she's learned from her last nine lives as a last resort. Ah, uh, right, yes. And that's why that's Professor why X has now got his helmet on. Yeah. That's why they're in this weird new universe, which I talked about last episode. I see, I see, I see. Mm. Quite clever, quite yeah, good. Yeah, it is very clever, because Jonathan Hickman seems to be quite a clever guy. And I, did, I don't think I mentioned it last time, but the actual comic panels uh, in between them, there's like bits of prose, like actual novels and infographs and stuff. Cool. Uh, it's very, very interesting. I enjoyed it. It's probably one of my favourite single issues ever, because wow. it works so well on its own. But it also provides so much to the context of the X-Men in general. Well, there you go. Spoilers so over. Okay, very good. So that's the House of X. Mm-hmm. Number oh, two. Number two. What have you been reading? Ah, I have also been reading a comic this week, believe it or not. Weird. A five-parter by comic artist and writer legend, Mr. Howard Chaikin. Mm. Now, this is a an oddity. It looks like something he just wanted to get off his chest. Yeah. That's faux show. So what he's done, it's called Hey Kids Comics. Say hey Kids Comics with two exclamation marks. And uh, all, this four of the five covers are um, photographs as well, which is also quite weird. Uh, the art is very shaking and very good and very beautifully done. The story is very strange. It's based around... The comics world. And mm -hmm. it is four different time periods and following several characters over those four time periods. So it's got the 50s, it's got the 70s, it's got the 90s, and it's got the present day. And it basically deals with social... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Issues. Issues, yeah, that'll do. Social issues of each of those times because one of the characters is a woman writer trying to make it. And obviously she mm -hmm. has problems in the 50s, etc. Uh, one is a black artist who is also struggling as well. So it shows you those. And the other one is a freelancer. So it also talks about like what the problems with being a freelancer and not getting paid and being exploited. And there's some rather thinly disguised characters in this, such as Bob Rose, who is this well-loved kind of guru comics guru that does incredibly well and takes comics into the uh, the next strategy when it was all uh, falling apart and it wasn't taken very seriously and nobody could make any money in it and it ends up being this huge multi-million dollar industry where they make huge hollywood films and people make loads of money out of it 
and this Bob Rose is clearly Stan Lee. Yeah. Now I don't know whether Mr. Chaykin has had some uh, dealings with Stanley in the past, Parity but it's possibly because he's not very complimentary in the slightest. And it's also got um, Bob Rose's sidekick, uh, which is a guy called Kessler, who's clearly meant to be Jack Kirby, Jack Kirby as well, who gets exploited by Stanley mm -hmm. and doesn't get the credit he deserves. Which is kind of true. Which is kind of true, yes. That's why Kirby left Marvel to yeah. go to DC. Yeah. So, yeah, so very interesting. Um, not usual comic book fare, there's, although it refers to a few superheroes in it, it obviously taking the mickey out of them. And it is, oh, yes, yeah, oh, it's also got some other um, very famous people who, who it lampoons and obviously changes their names, but it's clearly them in Will Eisner and Bob Kane as well. So... Which I didn't know, but I've just read on there, mm -hmm. on your little blog thing there. So it is a very interesting read, and it was, it was, uh, it's quite well done, but it's incredibly, uh, I don't know, it's, it, it's, it's not the easiest read because it's, it's just whinge, it's just a big whinge yeah. about the entire industry. That's basically. how Jakin does a lot of that now, doesn't he? He's a big whinge. He's got a git. lot to say. He's, yeah. He did that. Um, Divided state of hysteria, is that yeah. what it's called? Well, I, don't, I don't mind a bit of politics and everything like that, but obviously he's, he wanted to get all this off his chest mm -hmm. about his own industry. So there you go. But still worth a read, worth a read, and it's an interesting take on it. It's his take on it, or maybe it's other people's, I do not know. But he hasn't been litigated yet, so who knows? Well, Stan Lee's maybe not say much now. It's tr yeah, but his, his estate could quite easily do. Mm -hmm. They're quite vocal aren't they yeah okay so they could quite easily we, we will see because it's only it's a fairly new one it was out released at the end of last year wasn't it so so it's fairly new so that was hey kids comics that's yeah. what i read this week what have you been watching someone so um we've been watching films haven't mm, we yeah, got an the old projector yeah one of those is a recommendation for one of your pals. Mr. Paul Sparks. Yeah. Shout out to Mr. Paul Sparks, who bought me this Blu-ray. Years said, ago. He, he, I think he used to get it cheap and thought, oh yeah, that's a good film. I'm going to give that to Steve because he used to watch it. Because I think he'll appreciate that. And I did. So did I. Yes, we all did. All four of us did. Which is a rarity. Very rare that all four of us like the same thing. And mm. it is a great little thriller that really starts off very mundane sets you in the world of 1980s texas and then uh, it has a very violent start but then it just it's got some lovely little twists or little moments where you go oh what's going to happen yeah. now so that's great and the it's first got an hour or so of this yeah it just kept doing that and you're you just like, don't oh, know what's going to happen all right oh, now where's it going to go now where's it going to go so it's a great little turn and some lovely uh, performances by the great Sam Shepard and Don Johnson, as well as Michael C. Hall. We didn't say what it was well. called. It's called Cold in July, yeah. released in 2014. So, you know, not a new film. Yeah. But yeah, very, very good. We definitely recommend it. Very hard to watch oh, in parts. It, it is quite brutal. Yeah. It's violent, it's perverted at parts. Really gets oh, on yeah, your oh, skin. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's horrible, but yeah. 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 And it really does a good job of making the the villains seem villainous. But but also, you, what you, but you've got the 
and the two guys that played by Sam Shepard and Don Johnson who were helping him or are they they are you're on the edge with them because you're never quite sure about them are you mm -hmm. so yes Michael C. Hall is an all out good guy and gets himself involved in the tricky of situations let's say yeah. won't spoil it go out and watch it we thoroughly recommend Call in July what else did we watch this week we watched um, not just the first one but the second one as well of the, uh, the John Wick franchise. That's right. Now, I'd already seen the first one mm -hmm. uh, way back when, and I thoroughly enjoyed it, and uh, probably mentioned it on the show as well. Maybe. Now, it was surprisingly Mama Biggs who said, I'd like to watch John Wick. Uh, yeah. Because I think I think it's probably due to the fact that she listens to certain podcasts, uh, um, film podcasts. Which we are not promoting. Which we, we are the only podcast you should right. listen to. Which uh, recommended John Wick 3. And it is, it is exactly what it claims to be. An all-out, well-shot, well-choreographed action flick. Yeah. Nothing else, just that. I'm Violence with a little bit of comedy. Mama Big seems to want to watch the most thrillers mm. like she wanted to watch john wick out of that big pile of films mm. she's the one who selected let's watch collateral mm. and she and she loves murder mysteries so it's conclusive she likes a good murder she just likes murder that's right i'm gonna have to watch my back okay so this is of course keanu reeves as john wick and they are brilliant aren't they they're really well done i they're the the you talked about use of color before mm. and there are some really good like neon shots in these films mm. uh as you said, very well choreographed. And incredibly, uh, amazingly, uh, uh, when you try and get your head around how they have done it logistically, that scene in the Hall of Mirrors. Mm -hmm. It's amazing how yeah. they've done that. And I think they're around equal on qu in terms of quality, mm. both like top-class films. Yeah. It's not like, oh, the second one's not as good, or, oh, the first one's not as good. Yeah. They're both just as enjoyable. And if you if you think about it, they're very silly, because... The whole point of the first one is, spoiler alert, his dog dies. They kill his dog. Someone kills his dog. his car. Yeah. So he goes on a killing spree. It's a very, um, it's the sort of film you say is like a teenage boy film, where it's about dogs and everyone loves dogs. It is, but it's not Cars, trying to be just guns. cool. It has, and that, that's what I like about it, and that's what makes a difference. That's why you mean your mum probably like this. It's because it's not trying to be cool. It is, but it's not trying to be cool. It's not saying, oh, yeah, this is dead cool and everything like that. It knows what it is, mm -hmm. and it knows it's silly. Yeah. And it cranks it up and says, look, don't take this seriously. This is just a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's the fact that it's well done Yeah. probably increases its objective quality a lot better. Absolutely. It means that it's enjoyable for probably most people. Okay. And, and it's gory. It it's is really a bit. Gory, especially oh, the second, second one. second one with a pencil. Oh, and yeah. the bit where the guy gets stabbed in oh, the in the um, in the testicles. Yeah. Oh, goodness me. And it's a good timing because the uh, third one has just finished its cinema and will be out yeah. on DVD and Blu-ray in September. So we'll look forward to watching that as and well. There's the TV show that's coming up. Because oh, right. I enjoy the world that it's in. It's very interesting. You were yeah. talking about how you enjoyed yeah. the... Um, yeah, because you... It just touches on it in the first one, and then you get even more glimpses in the second one of this kind of strange comic book underworld that's going mm -hmm. on with tattooed old ladies in old um, operate telephone operator yeah, booths and that's things so like that. That's so interesting to me with the 
the Continental Hotel. Yeah. And the Winston. Yeah. And all the the rules around yeah. killing that yeah. everyone seems to know and abide by. And you say it's also a comic book, and I can see how it would work as a comic book mm-hmm. as well because of the way it's set up and the way it works and this sort of strange artificial parallel world. Great stuff. Yeah. We'll wait. We'll look forward for the third one. That's true. On DVD right. soon enough. It's- so we've got time for one more thing now. This is something that just me and Mama Viggs went to see. It's an 18. You little people aren't allowed to see it. It's for grown-ups. So Pardon I said that. You. Okay, so we went to the cinema to see the ninth film by Mr. Quentin Tarantino. Name the other eight. Do I have to? Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, Jackie Brown, Kill Bill 1, Kill Bill 2, Inglorious Bastards, Django Unchanged, and the, the other one. The Hateful Eight? Hateful Eight, that's it. Damn. Damn. Eight. I yeah. got the last one. Oh. Damn. Anyway, uh, thoroughly enjoyed when he burst onto the scene, the Reservoir Dogs. Me and my mate, Little Andy Nelson, went to the cinema to see it. There was nobody else there. And we thought, oh, we got all the uh, stolen references from Hong Kong films, which is Better Tomorrow and Killers and things like that. So we'd seen all those films and got, oh, yeah, he likes the same films as us and he's done a homage good to soundtrack. it. Brilliant. And a good soundtrack as well, yes. And then he did uh, Pulp Fiction and cranked it up and honed his skill and had a great cast. And everyone went, ah, oh, brilliant. But of course, again, he just stole all his ideas, but he did it very well. Like, yeah, I like that. And then he grew up a little bit and did Jackie Brown, where it actually had a little bit more of a story and a little bit more character and slowed down a bit and stopped trying to be so cool. And that was incredibly good film. And then everybody said, Oh, Quentin, you can do whatever you want. You're so great. You're brilliant. You're amazing. And he didn't have producers honing him in and reeling him in. And he just made whatever he does, wants to. Okay, which has been why I've not watched any of those films. I have, I've seen some of them, but I've not been to watch them at cinema like I have with this one. And there was something about this new one, because I've been put off him for quite a while, since Jackie Brown, really. And so do you not enjoy any of the others? No, I don't like any of those. I like the first three. I don't like any of the others. Wow. Yes, wow. Until now, I like this very much. And surprisingly... So did Mama Biggs. The, I mean, watching the trailer, which we did review on this show, I like the look of it, to begin with anyway. And I like films about filmmaking. So that's that's going to sell me anyway. And so there's lots of references about uh, 60s Hollywood and things like that. And it is very, very well done from that point of view. But Pitt and Leo, Brad and Leo, are absolutely amazingly good in this absolutely completely and utterly mesmerizingly watchable it just as soon as they're both on screen you're just like yeah they're amazing you just completely believe their characters you completely believe what they're doing and there's a real i mean uh, the brad pitt character is absolutely terrifying but funny and great to watch and Leo is absolutely, he's incredibly sad character that you're really rooting for. He's quite a sad character. Uh, and then Margot Robbie doesn't really appear in it that much, which is where Mr. Tarantino falls down, really. 
because he's a bit of a misogynist. Hey! It's Sun 2. Are you coming in, Sun 2? No. <laughs> Leave that in. Yeah, he's always well, good for a laugh. Are there any uh, feet in this? Because Mr. Tarantino has a bit of a fetish. Yeah, he? yeah. He's also done some horrible things to the ladies in the past, which mm -hmm. he's now admitted to. And he's admitted to? He's admitted to, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like a Hitchcock-esque type abuse of women in his films. Like oh, deliberately great. strangling somebody. And um, also, uh, Irma Thurman nearly died in a car crash. Anyway... Which is why I have a problem with him, all right? But, That's understandable. Yeah. And then you've also got a problem with this, which is annoying because it was an incredibly enjoyable film and incredibly well made, all right? Is, but it, the, is it the Charles Manson bit? It is. It's the fact... It's not only Charles Manson who gives a shit about him. Whoa. Sorry about that. You can bleep that out. Uh, it's also... It's about the fact that you've got Sharon Tate... Mm. who is Roman Polanski's wife. Now, he's got no moral high ground to complain about it because he's not a very nice man himself. But this poor woman and her family, you're using, you're creating a, a piece of entertainment based around this person's actual tragic life. I'll come in if you let me eat my ice cream Yes, you can eat your ice cream with my Nespresso spoon. That's fine. Who's out there with a big pack of crackers? It's a good old Trump so too. Who's that up there with a the bottle of beer? It's a good old Trump so too. No best spice. Very nice. Nice to see you. You're right. <laughs> We've nearly finished the show though, but that's fine. We so, should, probably should have finished the show about 10 minutes ago. Yeah, but that's all right. So that's yeah. that's pretty much where it, it falls down. But it, it didn't spoil it, but it, it does kind of leave a bad taste afterwards. Yeah, and there was a bit in the marketing as well that uh, it said a young Sharon Tate. And that like ticked a lot of people off because it's, it's poor choice of words, really, mm -hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, anyway, it's out in cinemas currently, uh, so go and see that if you wish. We have come to the end of this episode of the Papa Big Show. I have been Papa Biggs. I have been Sun One. You have been. I'm Bill. <laughs> 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 okay, okay, join us again next time on the Papa Big Show, where we'll have some more film news, some entertainment, some trailers, and all kinds of frivolity for your delectation. Mm -hmm. See bye ya. bye now.